Hi, everyone. My name is Eric Allen, founder of Plan Diversity and the Plan of Audio podcast. I started this channel to try to address the ins and outs of travel and target those topics not commonly discussed in most other travel podcasts. And unlike most other travel podcasts, I don't discuss destinations, resorts, or the history of places, but rather talk about the elements of travel that are prolific throughout every travel experience. I want to teach everyone that travel doesn't have to be stressful, although we know that many are going to intentionally make it that way. So look, information is one of those things that truly makes an outcome, right? And the more we know, the more we understand prior to, during, and after every experience. Travel is no different from most things. So just take a listen as I embark on a mission to reveal the elements of travel and the things that many find stressful. And hopefully together, we can enhance every one of your future travel experiences. to the Planet of Audio Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Allen, founder of Plan Diversity and the Planet of Audio Podcast and Planiverse Travel Magazine. Today, I want to talk to you all about those hidden fees in the uh, airline industry. So one of the things that catches a lot of people off guard is the fact that they get to the uh, check-in desk and all of a sudden they find themselves with these unexpected extra fees. Now, let's just use as an example, you're going from point A to point B, your plane ticket costs $400 and you think everything's good. You didn't really do the homework. You didn't check the fine print. And now all of a sudden you get to the airport, you're checking checking in and they tell you, well, uh, it's going to be $40 for your bag and this isn't even overweight. And maybe that's what you think. Maybe you're thinking, hey, well, I won't have to pay anything as long as my bag's not overweight. Now, it would be odd for someone at this point in time who's got a lot of experience traveling to be caught off guard by this type of thing or be surprised by it. But to be honest with you, it still happens to people. Um, I can't say that it happens to me very much these days, but I will be uh, I will be honest and say that when I flew Spirit a few months ago, I was actually thrown off by a few of the uh, extra charges that they wanted which was literally like everything. But the more novice of a traveler you are, the more new you are to travel, the more you're going to be caught off guard by these extra fees. And it's important for you to understand why the airlines are charging these extra fees and why it is that this $400 plane ticket that you've just purchased doesn't cover the cost of those little things, which you would think they do. So, Let's kind of dig into that, all right? We'll talk about today uh, why these extra fees come about, why it is that your plane ticket doesn't cover these fees, and you might actually learn to find out uh, that things are a little bit surprising when you kind of dig into how the other side works, okay? So let's just start off with... Okay, you've got uh, X amount of dollars that you're paying for this flight. Now, 
sometimes, depending on the airline, you're going to be thrown off by that. And sometimes you're not. If I'm flying an airline that's known to be uh, more affordable, like we're talking your Frontier Airlines, you're talking your Spirit Airlines, those airlines, you can expect to have a few extra fees. And everybody knows this. This isn't really a secret. Most of us having a friend who has traveled those airlines and they'll tell you, yeah, the, the cost of the ticket is just for the ticket. Otherwise, you have to pay for the water. You have to pay for, you know, advanced seating. You have to pay for this. You have to pay for baggage. You have to pay for almost everything separate. So it's not really a secret. But what about these big guys? What about Delta? What about American Airlines? Why are we getting charged with them? You know, this isn't Spirit Air. This is not Frontier. It's not like Ryanair over in Europe. So why are we paying these extra fees? And the truth is that all sorts of studies have been done over the past few years. And Obviously, you know, big companies like American Airlines and Delta, they're revealing their uh, their profits for the year. And people are able to actually dig into those. And what the analysts are showing us is that the airlines are only averaging and this is going to blow a lot of people away. But airlines are only averaging around $20 a head. Okay, that's an average. Okay, IATA estimates that some airlines have only netted a profit of as low as $6 a head for certain passengers. $6. Just imagine that. How much of a deal you have when the airline itself that's flying you from wherever, let's just say uh, Chicago to Los Angeles or Dallas to Seattle, they're only making six dollars off of you now that makes them obviously seem like so much less of a monster right so much less of a corporate monster when you're thinking oh man i i should be paying these guys more you know they're really just uh not coming out on top but you know they're doing fine you know american airlines is reporting somewhere in the ballpark of 30 billion profit per year that's outstanding all right so that tells us yes uh the airlines are still making profits but no they're not making a profit off of uh mr x or mrs y flying from this location to that because there's not a whole lot of profit for them in that especially when we start factoring things like you know the economy inflation the cost of energy the cost of gasoline it's out of control right now right just imagine everybody thought that the uh the price of a plane ticket was going to go up significantly just because the cost of a gallon of gas was going up. But, you know, even while those prices did climb, the reason behind that wasn't necessarily energy. I'm sure energy had something to do with it, but it was demand moving into the travel high season. As soon as you see those peaks, you see the prices start climbing up to match those peaks, right? Now, watch as we get back into September, October, November, the cost of a plane ticket is going to go back down and you're going to be thinking, man, I don't understand this. A few months ago, American Airlines wanted, you know, $700 to fly me from New York to Los Angeles. And now it's only costing me $350. How could this be? Well, it's because of travel high season, right? But that doesn't mean that they're not impacted by energy, by the gas crisis, by inflation. All those things impact the companies too. But the way that the airlines are making their money on are on all these uh, additional fees that you're getting charged, right? So when you go to the airport and you think, well, you know, I'm flying American Airlines. I expect that they're going to give me a certain amount of accommodation. I get there. So let's just say your bag is 52 pounds. You got a cap of 50 pounds and you're like, hey, uh, you know, it's only 52 pounds. Why am I be charged $50 just for this extra two pounds because if you're over? Well, 
the reason is, is because this is how the planes make their money. This is how the airlines make their money. Okay. It's not just this way. You know, we uh, released a blog article not too long ago where we talked about the, uh, the background of banking and how the uh, advanced uh, memberships or the, uh, the frequent flyer cards, the advantage mile cards, all these things, they're going into uh, making these companies a lot of money by turning them from airline companies into banks. So they almost got one foot in each, you know, in each side. So when you look at the uh, the whole process, you know, there is a lot of ways that the airlines can actually make their money back. And by you flying from point A to point B, that's not the way. So you got to scrap that. You got to throw that out the window. So you have people that are, you know, the airlines are netting as low as six dollars a profit off of. And then, of course, you got the first class passengers who are paying, you know, two, three thousand dollars, sometimes in the high season, ten thousand dollars for a plane ticket. And those are the high ends, obviously, but it takes those high ends to average out the low ends to just bring them to that $20 ahead. $20 is not specific. In fact, if I look at some of the estimates, and it depends on who's doing the analysis, some are reporting around $17. Some are reporting around $19. But all in all, they're in the ballpark of $20 ahead. Now, you think about that. You think, hey, this company is, uh, you know, they're, they're grossing $28 million or $28 billion for the year. How could it possibly be they're netting all that profit or all that money when essentially they're making $20 a head. Well, the reason is, is because of all the extra fees. It's because of the advantage miles and the frequent flyers and the all the perks, everything that goes along with having a frequent flyer card that they can issue. There's all sorts of money and revenue that comes in from that. But we're not going to talk about that today. Today, we're going to talk about the optional service fees. Man, I can't talk today. And this is what happens when I I don't drink enough coffee. I do have a tea here, so that's uh, that's going to have to do for now. But uh, when it comes to coffee, now I, I could drink that around the clock, and I feel like if I don't have a cup of coffee with me every minute of the day, my brain starts to lag. So that's just the way it is. But anyway, let's get back to this. So we're talking about the optional service fees again. So airlines aren't making a ton of money off of the fact that you're flying from here to there since they're only netting twenty dollars. Where are they getting the extra money? And that is the optional service fees. So some of them call it something different. They all call it something different, but essentially in the end. And this is what they call it, our service fees. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and transfer over so we can take a look at a few of the uh, websites out there. So we got, as a few examples, American Airlines, we got Spirit Airlines, and then we got JetBlue, just so we can kind of dig into those. Now, you'll see that there are perks just for the Advantage holders. And when I say American Airlines, I'm talking the Advantage holders, I'm talking about the Advantage card, so the credit card essentially. Um, now, if you have that credit card, one of the perks of having those cards is that you get your first bag free. And depending on the case, depending on the card, depending on the status, you might get the second and third bag free even. Uh, you know, you'll get things like priority boarding, you get all sorts of little perks. But if you don't have those cards, now let's just say you're, you know, 
Mrs. X, um, you're just starting off. You're getting into travel. You've never traveled before. You don't own any of these cards. You don't know the ins and outs. All you know is you went on Expedia. You purchased a plane ticket for $350. You get to the airport and they're like, well, all right, that's going to be you know $30 for this extra bag, $40 for this extra bag. It's going to be $40 for the carry-on. It's going to be $50 for that uh, tote that you've got right there. And uh, forget about it if you have have sporting equipment or changes, but let's kind of take a look at this and see where some of these extra fees are coming from. All right. So when it comes to just basic economy and obviously they listed out the location. So if you're traveling, you know, right here, for example, within the in between the United States, Canada, Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, the basic economy baggage fee is thirty dollars, thirty dollars. All right. That's $30 for every passenger if they're not a card holder. All right. Now, obviously, you start scrolling down. You take a look at different locations. Now, between Europe, U.S., Puerto Rico, U.S., Virgin Islands, Canada, Mexico, Caribbean, etc. Now we're talking about $75 for that baggage fee. All right. Now, I've heard people in the past talking about, let me just transition back here so we can take a look at me. So uh, I've heard people in the past saying, oh, the reason why they do this, the reason why they charge you extra has to do with weight and the balance of the aircraft. That's absolutely inaccurate. Okay. As a pilot since 2009, I can tell you it has nothing to do with weight and balance. The fact that the airplane can charge you $50 extra does nothing to offset the weight and balance. These engines on these aircraft are strong enough to push out 50,000 pounds of thrust per engine. You know, one baggage or one piece of bag that has two extra pounds of, you know, clothing, whatever in it, it's not going to throw it off. It's not even going to come close to throwing it off. You know, um, I've heard people say, uh, this is why they charge you extra for this. This is why they charge you extra for that. It's all because of the weight and balance the aircraft has to I don't know. Whatever reason people come up with. And when we're talking about weight and balance, we're talking about they're saying that you overpacking essentially overgrossing the weight of the aircraft and they have to offset for that somehow. Anytime I hear people saying something like that, there's never an explanation behind it. But I can tell you that the reason why you're being charged that extra money has nothing to do with the fact that the aircraft is overgrossed or overweight. It has everything to do with the fact that the airlines make their profit in a large way off of these extra fees. Okay. So I'm going to transition back here to the, uh, to the website. So we'll take a look and we scroll further down the page and let's start getting into third bags. We didn't even think about third bags. I mean, who carries a third bag with them, but you know, forget about the first and second, you start getting up to a third bag and you don't have something that covers that like an elite status, $150 a bag. All right. So now Let's just say you're the uh, the poor traveler, and look at this, a fourth bag even, $200. So now, you know, we're talking about you're the poor traveler. Without this status, you're moving from one location to another. You got four bags. You're $350 or whatever, $600 ticket just went from being $600 to over $900 or close to $1,000 because now you have these extra bags with you. That is, is an example. Okay. Now we start taking a look at these overweight bag statuses and prices, basic economy within the United States, $100. Now what they give you is uh, over 51 pounds. So they give you up to 50 pounds, right? 
50 pounds is a pretty significant amount of stuff, but I've seen people plenty of times carry way more than that. And then they get up to the uh, counter to check in, find themselves surprised by the fact that they now have to pay extra. And American Airlines is saying, if you have an overweight bag over 51 pounds or 23 kilograms to 70 pounds, you will expect to pay $100. All right. Unless you have, again, some kind of status that'll get you out of that. If you have uh, military orders, let's just say you're traveling with military orders, that'll exempt you from them types of things. But if uh, you are just average person, Mrs. X, starting to fly, uh, you happen to pack 60 pounds in your suitcase, you can expect to pay an extra $100 on top of that. Now, once you go over that 71 pounds, and this is 71 up to 100 pounds. It's $200. Now, do you think that that $200 really does anything to offset the overloaded status of the aircraft? It's not like they're using that extra money to purchase more thrust for the engines. That type of thing obviously just doesn't happen. So uh, realistically, let's talk about this. What happens is that is profit for them. They've set a line in the sand. They said, this is what's going to be. And if you go over this, now this is what it's going to be. If you go over that, this is what it's going to be. But none of that has anything to do with the fact that the airplane is now overweight and can't fly because your bag weighs 65 pounds. That just has nothing to do with it. Okay, so we're talking about overweight. Uh, We're talking about extra bags. And now if we start scrolling down even further, we start getting into traveling with pets, traveling with sports equipment. You start talking about cancellations or ticket changes. I mean, look at this. Every little thing that you do to alter that original reservation is going to cost you money. If you need assistance, that's $50. If you need same-day flight changes, that's somewhere between $75 to $150. Um, If you want to change the date, if you want preferred seating for main cabin, that's up to $140 right there. If you want priority seating, you don't have an Advantage card, that's up to $75. Extended hold, you know, look at this. For the first, uh, it's... Amazing. You get in first class just to extend your hold. $30 right there. Upgrades, you name it. Children and animals. Look at this. You keep going down. A checked pet between the US and Canada, $200. So that's just American Airlines. Okay. That's American Airlines. Now let's just jump over here to Spirit Alliance and we could take a look and see what they come up with. Or we could take a look at JetBlue. You know, all these air airlines essentially say the same thing. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and pull this back up for you. We'll transition back over here. So now I'm on the, uh, the JetBlue page. All right, let's take a look at this. We start scrolling down. Of course, just like all the baggage fee pages, they're going to give you everything. They're going to break everything down for you. So they're going to tell you, okay, you're allowed one carry-on. You're allowed, if you have this membership, this many bags. If you don't have this membership, then uh, look at this. You have to pay this amount of money. Okay. So can, uh, cancellations and changes for JetBlue uh, that's going to cost you $100. A same day switch, $75. Uh, standby, advanced seat selection, boarding, final. I mean, there's so many things that'll cost you extra money with them. Let's go over to Spirit Airlines and see what they come up with. Um, uh, while that's loading, I'll go ahead and pull myself back up. But, 
the biggest thing for you to be able to take away from this is airlines make their money off of the additional fees. Okay, it's the fact that you purchase a plane ticket doesn't guarantee you anything. In fact, these days, if you don't have a frequent flyer card, an advantage card, if you don't have Delta's card, if you don't have SkyMiles account, that's when you're going to get into uh, these extra fees. You know, I have an Advantage card, I have a SkyMiles card, and I can tell you when I fly Delta and I fly American Airlines, I never have to pay any of these extra fees, you know. Um, and that's because I have those accounts. But then again, American Airlines and Delta, they're making that money off of me one way or another. If it's not through baggage fees, then it's service fees. It's interest paid on the credit card. It's all these little things that now translate into the banking side of their business rather than the direct booking side. So for them, it's a drop in the bucket to be able to give me this baggage free, you know, this first, this second bag free. It doesn't mean anything to them because they're already making their money off of me with the credit card. All right. And obviously, you know, they do give back perks, but you got to know how to kind of play the game when we're talking about these Sky Miles accounts or the uh, the Advantage cards. All right. But what I want everyone to take away from this is just think, um, you know, if you do plan on traveling a lot, it may actually be advantageous to you to be able to go go onto their website, sign up for the card and actually use it often. Um, you know, a lot of times what I'll do is for my American Airlines accounts, my Advantage card, I'll actually use that card for most of my purchases so that I'm building these miles so that I can take those miles and trade those for flights. So everything kind of moves in a cycle, right? It's everything's kind of working to my advantage, even though in the end, they're still making the profit. Obviously, they're going to make that profit back, you know, these companies are not stupid. They know how the process works. They know how to play the game and they know how to play it better than we do. But what you should expect that is if you're going to the airport and you've already spent the $400 on a plane ticket and you don't have any of these memberships, you don't have any of these cards, you can expect that the airlines are going to make that money back. So don't be super surprised when, you know, your $400 plane ticket now turns into, you know, a $600, $700 trip when you thought you were budgeting for $400. You're like, okay, I've got this. It's just like the rental car thing. You know, you, you get to, uh, you book a rental car online and you look at it, you're like, oh, this is great. You know, it's only it cost me $35 a day times however many days you get your quote, you get to the airport, uh, they hit you with the invoice and all of a sudden you're like, what, what the heck is this? You know, I've, I've just been hit with a $150 convenience fee just because I'm picking it up at the airport. There are so many ways that these companies know how to make their money back or how to make their money off of you. So what I recommend is learn how to play the game, right? There's, there's no disadvantage to you to learn how to play the game. If you plan on trying a lot, especially learn how to play the game, learn how to use the card, learn how to use your miles, use when it's or learn about uh, when it's best to use those miles. You know, there's always a good time to use and cash in on those miles and there's always a bad time to do it. You don't want to cash in on your miles when it's the high season. You know, you don't want to cash in on your miles when you're looking at going to a destination that costs a ton of points. You know, you want to cash in on them when you find the deals and you're like, oh my God, I can, I can fly from New York to Vegas this weekend for, you know, whatever, a thousand or 1500 miles. That's awesome. You know, especially if you have 
over 50,000 saved up, you know, there's all sorts of ways you can play the game. But my recommendation is learn how to play the game. Don't be surprised when you go to the airport and your bag that's now two pounds over is suddenly costing you an extra $50. Okay. You got to learn that. You got to learn early on that it has nothing to do with the fact that you're overgrossing the aircraft and you're causing them that inconvenience because they're like, oh man, you know, now we're overweight. Now we have to make adjustments just so we can fit your suitcase on because that's a that's a bunch of bull. That's not the case at all. The airlines, the airplanes, they have plenty of power. They can take your bag if it weighs 2,000 pounds over. Okay, maybe not if every person's were 2,000 pounds over, but if just yours was 2,000 pounds over, they wouldn't care. They could take it. Those engines are plenty strong enough to be able to push that aircraft off the ground and land it, right? The thing is, they've set a standard and they've said, this is how we're going to make our money. We're generous enough to give people up to 50 pounds. And if they go over that, well, guess what? Now they got to pay a little bit extra. And if they go over that, now they got to pay a little bit extra. You know, and for some people, that little bit might actually be a lot of it. But you're going to have to pay extra because that's the standard that they've set. All right. And uh, I would just say going forward, don't be surprised by these things, you know, and don't be surprised in the future, especially if inflation continues, if we really are in a full on recession, if that continues, you know, things could change for us in the the travel industry. I I doubt people are going to want to travel any less. But don't be surprised if some of these things changes. Maybe the airlines all of a sudden start enforcing a 40 pound limit or a 35 pound limit. And now you're like, oh God, okay, I've got to either get really creative or now I have to start paying this extra money. Now, does that have anything to do with the thrust again? Absolutely not. Does it have anything to do with overgrossing the aircraft? Absolutely not. It has everything to do with the company being able to squeeze every bit of profit out of this as possible. And I don't mean to paint them and make them sound like um, greedy capitalist corporations that are only after your money because I don't feel like that at all. I don't think that's the case at all. What I do feel like is they are businesses. They are for-profit businesses. They provide a service. And when you think about this, you're getting on an airplane, you're getting on a piece of machinery, and you're flying from one location. They take you 30,000 feet in the air, bring you from your location to a faraway location, and they have this whole process in place to be able to coordinate that and facilitate that and fuel that and feed that and get you to where you're supposed to be in most cases on time and all for a very small price, especially when you're talking about airlines like Spirit of Frontier, where you can afford to fly round trip to Florida from New York for $150. You can't really complain with that. So end of the day, these uh, these airliners, they're not making a ton of money off of just you being in your seat. It's those extra things, those extra fees where they're making that money back. So I hope this helped. I hope you learned something from it. If you have any questions, as always, I recommend reaching out to us at plans at And I also recommend even more so do your research, learn these things. I mean, it's just not a trade secret. I'm not supposed to be some kind of expert in this process. I just read up a lot about this stuff and I can tell you that that information is available. It's out there. I hope this helps. Have a great day. Travel safe. We'll talk to you again soon.